This podcast is proudly supported by Red Energy, Prince Wine Store and the Bendigo Art Gallery, presenting Elvis direct from Graceland, created in partnership with Graceland. This Australian exclusive exhibition explores the life and style of Elvis Presley. On now until July 17, tickets from bendigoartgallery.com.au. Now it's time for our special bonus episode, Dear Caro and Corrie, where you write to us with your modern dilemmas. Corrie, this is um, not a dilemma for me anymore, but I related to this and it's from R. R is only known as R and is anonymous, but this is what he writes. My friend and I are in our mid-30s and are lucky enough my, sorry, my, my wife and I are in our mid-30s and are lucky enough to be parents to an energetic young toddler. We've noticed in the last year or so, though, a real divide between those of us in our friendship group with kids and those without. Those without kids show little interest in our family but also tend to exclude us from social events or invite us at the last minute when it is too hard to organise a babysitter. Do you think we should say something or just accept that the friendship is ending slowly and embrace new friendships which will come our way in years to come? A great dilemma, Corrie. What's your answer? (laughs) I feel like I'm living that dilemma at the moment. None of you have come to visit me in Ballarat. Oh, we're all a bit busy. Now, come on. Come on. I think it might might be the three under five that's putting you off just (laughs) there. Um, Look, Caro, this is an interesting dilemma and certainly – as people do make choices in their life of whether to have children or not have children, it can be the big divider. But I always think that there there might be some people who want to have children who can't for whatever reason. They might not be married. They might not have a part, be in a partnership. They might not have found a willing participant in their desire to have kids. They might not be able to physically have children. They might so not want kids, has- Corrie. Yeah, that, that's right. Well, I think I said that at the beginning. But, yeah, Sorry, that's yeah. right. They, might, they just might have made the choice not to have them. But, but it always has to be handled slightly sensitively. The parents, the, the ones who do have the children, have to be very mindful that, that kid, people who are not surrounded by children can sometimes be a bit overwhelmed, sometimes a bit frightened, particularly about their care and their safety. They might find children annoying. There might be a whole lot of issues there that, that uh, I think the parents of children have to be mindful of. And also the friends who don't have their kids have to be mindful of the stresses and often 10 dramas an hour, particularly like this morning, if somebody can't find one ballet shoe, <laughs> help me please, three-year-old tantrums, nothing like them. But they have to be very mindful of what their friends with kids are going through. So maybe that maybe the happy place for everybody to be is to continue the friendship just for a few years. It doesn't take forever, but just for a few years, organise things that are outside the home. So go and see a movie together as a group or go to the pub and maybe if you're the parents of the toddler, you have to get the, the babysitter or the willing grandparent or whoever in to babysit. But make sure that you keep up that, that tie and that important connection with your friend, but perhaps not with the kids always there. I think it's interesting about the, um, the last-minute invitations because spontaneity, it's funny. When you're a parent of young kids, you do lose that spontaneity. You, can't, you do have to plan out, outings and plan babysitters, et cetera, unless you're lucky enough to have um, – 
you know, a live-in au pair or nanny, which is um, was a way to go for a young working couple like me and Brendan. And I think you also went down that road for a while. Um, but I think that spontaneity is something that when you become an older parent, you find that your friends without children are less good at because you've had to make allowances. So I, I think there's always a, a real shift when the ages of the children change. But I also think, as you say, you've got to respect each other's um, lifestyles. And, you know, th- then there's um, there might be two lots of friends with children, but one lot who insist on bringing their kids everywhere, and that can be a real pain in the neck, to be honest, when you just want to meet and have time without kids, or the other ones who never want to bring the kids anywhere. So it, it's quite, it can be tricky even within those who don't have, who do have kids, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, as you're saying that, I'm thinking of an anecdote I observed in a Ballarat cafe last week. So the kids were here, as you know, Checker and Charlie very kindly have supplied a few babysitters along the way, which is a great help because it means I can work or just have time out. So I was working in a Ballarat cafe and I observed four or five girlfriends having lunch and they they arrived for lunch and it was obviously a catch-up and it was somebody's birthday and that was so exciting. And the fifth one arrived and she had her toddler with her. Now, that's not to say that the other women, they may, have not, they may not have children. I don't know the scenario, but they all seem to be the same age. And I just imagined these girls, maybe they've left the kids at a creche or with their mother-in-law or whoever it might be. And then there's one girl who bought the toddler who wasn't particularly well behaved. And I just thought, gee, you know, that's a big ask. <laughs> they're, they're out to have, the girl whose birthday it was, her face, you know, oh, hello, and said the little girl's name. But I thought, oh, I just don't think mm, there's huge We weren't expecting that, you. you know. <laughs> so I think you're absolutely right. You know what we used to do in the early days? It was different when I became a single mother, but certainly in the early days, we kind of nominated a night, which would be the regular going out night. Usually it was a Friday. And, um, and, and your, peop- your friends who were unmarried or didn't have kids, they kind of knew that was the night that you'd catch up. That was sort of the night that you'd make the effort to catch up with people who didn't have kids. It was like a regular occurrence. And if your friends really love you, they'll respect, oh, well, that's the night when we catch up with Carol and Brendan or whatever it might be. Yep, yep. And I, th- I think R, who is a dilemma person today, our dilemma man, I think you need to cut some slack to those friends of yours without kids who show little interest in your family. I mean, look, you know, I'm sure they love your kids. I'm sure they think they're cute or whatever, or maybe they don't. But you can't expect people to take as much of an interest in your own family as you do. I mean, that's just life, don't you think? And, and oh, I- totally. Kara, my, my mother used to say, she said to Steve and I, when, when we were all in the child rearing stage, I'm not really interested in babies or toddlers. Oh, great. <laughs> well, I remember. Well, thank you for that. But then she said, oh, I'll always relate to them when I'm a teenager. And I said, well, you'll be about 100 when they're teenagers, so I don't know how you're going to relate to them, Mum. You know, you won't have your eyes or ears. Thankfully she did and she was great with them as teenagers. But imagine being the mother of, like me with three small children and your mum says, oh, I'm not really interested in them at this age. Yeah, oh. but then I, I know friends with grandmothers who adored them as babies and toddlers, but when they became sort of slightly um, individual teenagers had just did not relate to them at all and did not even like them that much at all. I remember your brother once organising a lunch somewhere and um, someone at work saying, um, oh, could we bring the, can we bring the kids? And your brother saying, no, Rugrats, 
definitely no rugrats <laughs> allowed. And I remember thinking, oh, gee, that's a, that's a bit harsh. So, look, it, it is a difficult problem. And I, I think the other one is those friends of R who are showing little interest in the kids and organising all these last-minute outings or not including them, just wait. Maybe they'll have kids, R, and you wait. They will be the most politically correct parents of all time. And I remember, yeah, anyway, I, I remember that happening to me with friends who – didn't really quite understand what it was like to have young kids and they had their own and they became completely obsessed. And Yeah, um, my, and my advice to her would be to, to also, if it, is an, if it is an ongoing and increasingly sad uh, experience that they're going through, if they really do feel they're being left out, I would have a word with the friends and I would say, look, we really value the friendship. We miss seeing you. We know it's not always easy to grab us at the last minute because of babysitters and stuff, but partner and I are going to try and make every third or fourth Friday or something, is that a chance when we can do something together and you can earmark that and we'll all know because we don't want to lose touch. And I think have that conversation and then, as you said, Carol, as kids get older, it does become easier. Good call, Corrie. Confront the situation and give each other cut each other a little slack. Thank you, R. And remember, we want to hear all of your dilemmas. Dear Caro and Corrie, you can send them to how do how do people get in touch with us, Miss Jane? Feedback at don'tshootpod.com.au. And can I just say R was a lovely listener who did want to be anonymous but listens to the podcast with his wife. He said, not in your usual demographic, but isn't that nice to hear young families oh. and dads listening? <laughs> We have lots of blokes uh, who listen to us. In fact, a lot of the, dare I say, a lot of football identities, male football identities, ask Cara for her Osabuco recipe. <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. Corrie, don't shoot the messenger. This podcast is proudly supported by Red Energy, Prince Wine Store and the Bendigo Art Gallery, presenting Elvis direct from Graceland, created in partnership with Graceland. This Australian exclusive exhibition explores the life and style of Elvis Presley. On now until July 17, tickets from bendigoartgallery.com.au.